to a, another edition of the Green Room Podcast. Uh, today is actually a little special one because your boy is hosting. Um, I asked these fine gentlemen if I can redeem myself because last week I was super stuck because my Wi-Fi is trash. So I like to, <laughs> I like to, uh, um, Sorry, this is uh, this is fairly new for me. Um, so we have Rye Guy, the Maestro, J Rod. What up? What up? We also have J Bills in the building. Yeah. What up? What up? Mister Nico Suave. Cheers. Myself, your host Sammy EPIC Sibongsu. So yeah, my internet was tripping last week, so I kind of you know asked these guys if I could you know, host and redeem myself for that. Uh, speaking of tripping, uh, there's um, actually, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, the legalization of uh, use of medical psilocybin, right? Um, so people are, they say it helps with like depression, anxiety and stuff like that. Um, even like addiction to help people get off addiction. Uh, there's like a lot of uh, speculation like people think like it's not a good idea but I feel like personally if are with the right kind of um, advice and the med- the right medical kind of you know advocates right environment. yeah exactly it, it'd be a good substance to actually help people Brian, what you, yeah, what, 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 what's your intake on that I mean I mean, one thing that if you want to kind of get started in that, uh, I I don't have like, I'm not like a, you know, genius or anything. I haven't super researched it. Um, but I remember the first thing that uh, people should check out definitely is Paul Stamets on Joe Rogan. Um, uh, this is a few years back, but... Um, is that the mushroom guy? Yeah, he's... Um, like his hat is made out of mushrooms? Yeah, <laughs> there's, a, there's a picture of him like on Google with the hat made of mycologist. Um, He's a mycologist. That's what the, I believe the term is. And um, basically, he just studies fungus, and he, and specifically, he studies uh, psilocybin mushrooms and the effects it has on the neurological system. And it's really interesting discussion. He shares a lot of the things that he was he was finding in his research, and um, discussed. Uh, and this is way back again. He discussed like a bunch of patents he had with the U.S. government to uh, research this stuff. Um, and he also uh, essentially shared some of the things that they're finding. I don't know if we can say proven yet completely, but um, uh, potentially these these psilocybin mushrooms, they can be used to treat things like PTSD. Um, I've, I think they said Alzheimer's and uh, obviously various neurological disorders like uh, depression and anxiety and whatnot Mm -hmm. sounds like a fun guy to me (laughs) Um, in terms in terms of this legalization is it in the states is this canada i believe it was back in august um they kind of um they gave some permits to certain uh certain uh medical health medical professionals i believe yeah, they um, there's actually like a few different um, companies. I can't think of the ones specifically, but um, basically what they do is they open up clinics where they do 
um, studies. Um, some of them are were early adopters that also did like uh, medical studies on cannabis, but a lot of them are also now starting to do um, uh, studies and open up different clinics on uh, psilocybin mushroom treatments as well, medicinally. I believe uh, a couple months back, I believe it got legalized in Port Portland, Oregon. If I'm yeah, I believe that. Yeah, that makes sense. They have a huge um, issue with opioid addiction there. Mm. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard there's like traces where pe- people have actually like, or psilocybin has actually helped people with addiction as well. Yes, yeah, I've. Uh, I, I watched this uh, podcast. Uh, it was Joe Rogan's actually. Um, there was a it was, it was a more recent one. His name is Doctor Carl Hart. Um, he's a big advocate of drug use and stuff like that. Uh, he he goes on to saying like, you know, um, drugs are portrayed in a certain way, and um, that's the reason why people are afraid of doing drugs and stuff like that, right? But like I said, with the right environment, it's by people kind of guiding you it's actually you know purposeful yeah i mean there's a huge discrepancy between the term drug and when you refer to things such as cannabis and psilocybin because Mm -hmm. those are technically not drugs right um drugs are pharmaceuticals they're they're made in labs they're derivatives from natural sources obviously but it's so far removed from what it was that you have all sorts of issues that arise from it. I mean, everybody knows this. Mm-hmm. Even taking too much time will fuck you up. Nope. Too much of anything will fuck you up, really. Mm-hmm. Too much of a good I've thing had, is a bad thing. Exactly. I've had uh, situations where I've had I've taken too much mushrooms and I feel like I was a serial killer. Super dark. I want to go back shit. and touch on that because that's it. <laughs> right? Oh, um, shit. But I mean, I remember Paul Stamets um, would say that like almost you should that you, like you can never take enough shrooms essentially, and t- the more shrooms you take, the more like the more introspective healing that you would have. Really? <laughs> I remember like saying something like that yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, well, I, feel like it's all about I feel like yeah, environment is important, and you just have to be the type of human being that can handle that. You have to be able to ride that wave yeah. because of course I mean, we've experienced uh. and it, and we've shared that experience with our listeners. Um, not show. visual, not visually. Yeah, Truman Show. Thank God. <laughs> That'd be a wild one of his visuals. Show part two. No, it'd just be us beating oh. out. It literally us beating out. It would, it would be hilarious though if, if people could see, because you could see even when we're not talking, like us going through like. like yeah. I, rem- I remember. I remember vividly. Like, I think we had the lights purple. I don't even think we we're actually going green that night. We had. Nah. For those of you who don't know, when we used to do it. We would do it in the dark because we weren't videotaping and we'd have like these glowing neon lights above us. And I think we had them at the shade of purple. Mm. I remember just at one point looking across the table at Jay Bills while I was like <laughs> on the biggest wave and I looked at him and I could see it right in his face. This guy was riding a different wave, but he was <laughs> like I was. You know what I'm saying? Nico was in the Matrix. Nico was literally doing was yeah. definitely in the Matrix. That shit was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's funny how you say like. My bad. I was saying like it's funny when you say that um, when you do a lot of shrooms get possibly open up like healing properties. I remember one time my boy Ray Barbs was telling me that he ate bear shrooms, and one time he thought he was Jesus. 
So he was like, Shout he, could, he could not <laughs> only got anyone. healed by the streams, he became a healer. Shout out to Barber. I was dying, bro. He's like, yo, I literally thought. I was like, Jesus, something, dog. Like, I can't feel, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, word. That's fucking amazing. This guy's performing. Do you, do you guys think it'll ever, do you guys think it'll ever, um, like, open, like, a doorway to, like, um, other psychedelics, like, uh, LSD and stuff like that? Yeah. As a, medis- as a medicinal use, I don't know about the recreational yeah. use for something like LSD, because it may be too powerful to contain. And essentially, it, it I, I don't know exactly, like, so don't quote me on this, but the way I would picture it is taking LSD would be so much more of a trip that it would be almost like if you could have one drink that turns someone into a blackout drunk. So I feel like in that way, it might not for, for safety reasons. I don't think it could, it would get to a recreational spot. Maybe no, because crazier things have happened. And I believe what country is it? Is basically, is it, is it, is it the Netherlands? Almost all drugs, if not all drugs are like, Essentially, decriminalized or decriminalized. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's totally possible. I I don't know if I see it over here. A little too politically correct our way in North America, Canada specifically. Uh, Not to talk shit about Canada. I love Canada, but uh, (laughs) you know that that's that's kind of what I think is that it. But LSD, like opening the door to another drug. um, I know that the same some of the companies, at least, that are. um, building these um, essentially building these psilocybin products they're also involved in kind of that next step too and um, are affiliated with sort of the research on using other psychedelics um, like yeah. LSD uh, and MDMA I think is another one that they might use yeah. I'm not sure um, there is still what do they call it that, that, uh, the main drug that they use for psilocybin is it, I, don't, I don't even know they, they might yeah. they might even experiment with DMT. I have no idea. DMT. Um, do, do you think do you think mushrooms, rye guy, would, would, would will ever be um, legalized like uh, recreationally? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think so. You think so? Um, possibly. Um, I don't know, man. It's kind of a touchy. Like all subject. around the world, I don't know. Uh, in certain places like here in Canada though. here in Canada specifically in North America mm, maybe but I, I personally don't think so yeah I think it's uh, I think it's too it's too much for for people to be responsible with okay. it's not like we're talking weed right like you can smoke a pound of weed and you'll just fucking throw up and pass out get a major but, headache what about what about this though? Okay, what about what about instead of it like oh I can go fucking to the store like I can go buy an ounce of weed I can go buy an ounce of shrooms. How about instead of that, it's more like a Tylenol but maybe in the form of gummy where you can only buy sort of a small concentrated dose. So in order to do so, you would have had to buy like in order to get like a ridiculous amount of shrooms or whatever, or so a prescription. decent amount of shrooms. Well, not necessarily prescription. I'm saying like a Tylenol, you can go buy a Tylenol. You could go buy a shroom gummy that has like maybe not even a gram worth of psilocybin in it. Um, and then in order to get like super fucked up, you have to be, get like a ton of those, which would be one, too costly for the average consumer. And two, the person could do that at their own risk because you understand the risk if you're taking 
that many things is like you understand the risk if i buy a bottle of tylenol and i take every one of them at once <laughs> i i see it as the same thing potentially so that's why i'm saying mm-hmm. I, i'm still with you because i highly doubt it right. just because of the stigma but i'm saying if you compare it to something like that yeah then it's hard to argue against the possibility i mean if it was more if it was regulated like what you're saying or if you need a requisition from sort of a physician that you do need this for whatever it is for whatever ailment um then yeah definitely j-rod what do you think um to be honest with you i highly doubt that it would happen you know what i mean um but like raga just as you were saying you know you could probably get a pill where it's super super like you know a very 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 small amount like prescribed no matter what there's going to be people out there that are going to abuse it. Like, look at shit like... Yeah, anything, really. Oxy. Alcohol. Look at the fentanyl patches. You know what I mean? Like, people people abuse the shit out of that, no matter what. You know what I mean? I highly doubt it'll, it'll you know, yeah. we'll the get only- to any recreational, uh, recreational use like marijuana. I don't so. Yeah, like, the thing that's not in its favor... Um, as opposed to like, because you again, the same thing that you just described, you could apply that to almost any over-the-counter drug. Mm-hmm. But the difference is, is those drugs don't have the same stigma that psilocybin mushrooms have. Also, like we're talking human beings here. You know what I mean? Like we're matters like as a whole. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Can't trust niggas with fucking a shitload of shrooms like that. <laughs> <laughs> Air kids right. be beating out here in these streets if he let shrooms be illegal. I'm talking from now. Yeah. Like air kids. I can fly. Jumping out windows and shit. <laughs> Man, but like I've heard of like, but it could be possibly if bear kids are doing shrooms, it could possibly be used for good. I know I've heard stories yeah, of like don't... coders who take shrooms and just fucking write bear lines of code and shit. They also do blow and fucking Adderall. Yeah. yeah and the people who control our financial <laughs> systems and the people who control our government. But you know, doesn't make it same, doesn't make it a, a, a good thing though. No, because everyone's on drugs, just not everyone's gonna admit it. Yeah. Claw, claw, like, that's true. That's true. Like the Beatles or like who's Jimi Hendrix do um I, I don't know anyone who's not completely sober. Everyone has a drug, whether you wanna classify it as a drug or not whether it can be classified as a drug or not. Everyone has a drug. Everyone. Alcohol mm-hmm. is a drug. Alcohol. Fucking writing is I a drug know. to some people. Talking is a drug to some people. Like, See, I don't know. Like, I think you're, you're generalizing drugs. I am. I am. <laughs> My hands are drugs. But I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying the psychological <laughs> effects of when we talk about drugs, people mostly talk about impairment and addiction. And... I believe that things that aren't necessarily drugs can cause impairment and addiction in people because we have addiction, addictive personalities that cloud our judgment, essentially. I know where you're coming from, but I, like, I'm just trying to find, a, find it hard to compare something like yeah, I'm being writing I'm, music or some shit to to a drug, right? I mean, it's not detrimental to your health. You, you don't become dependent on it. You ever you, watch Pump and Iron? Arnold Schwarzenegger essentially calls. <laughs> oh, I definitely watched that. Pump a drug, right? It was an addiction for him. He said it was. Yeah, but that's also 
better it's than also coming. Like in combination with body dysmorphia and steroid abuse. <laughs> Drugs. Bodybuilders are <laughs> they are body dysmorphic, right? It's a mental it's yeah. essentially a mental disorder. They also have terrible like it's just a combination of things. It's not just one thing, right? But yeah, they'll never be satisfied. Essentially. They're basically very fit, obese people because they eat like constantly and shit, and they yes. take steroids, and all they do is work out. But um, I mean, did you do any reading up on what the relationships between using psilocybin mushrooms and sort of helping with depression? Like, does that help neurologically or something? Yeah, it's, it all it all stems to neurological, right? Like, um, it puts in you in way. like a, it's like it puts you in like a, a state of like euphoric, you know what I mean? Like, um, mental state, pretty much. Uh, I, I didn't get into too much of it. I just kind of briefly read over some stuff and listened to you know a couple a couple of doctors. But it, it's very new, so like myself, I can only go off of experience, right? And, and it, it affects people in different ways at the end of it. Yeah, like I was wondering if it has like um sort of a neurological something it does something neurologically or like I don't know the exact science, but um just you based don't? on I don't know the exact science. <laughs> I don't think they know the exact science of it yet either, right? But essentially the uh the idea, the principal idea of it is when you take um a controlled amount of psilocybin mushrooms in a controlled environment, um what happens is you kind of have this introspection and by having this introspection and talking to yourself in almost like another plane um it alters your way of thinking and some people can come out of an experience like that changed or at least with a better understanding of themselves and that essentially enables them to move past whatever is blocking their their mental capability right, because it's repressed or suppressed exactly yeah that kind of makes that makes sense i mean it might i don't know if it does anything physically obviously it does something physically but it's the result of taking it that helps treat the trauma in itself because i'm trying like i'm thinking you, you were talking about it sammy and i was thinking that um how did like you, you talk you think about psilocybin mushrooms but mushrooms in general are it's probably like the ultimate healing food. If you look at mushrooms like chaga mushrooms, lion's mane, and reishi mushrooms, they are the strongest antiviral, antiparasitic, antibacterial, and have cancer-fighting properties. So, I mean, to to classify psilocybin mushrooms in that genre as well is not far-fetched by any means, because there have been stories of cancer patients stage three stage four who have approached this holistically and you know chemo didn't help whatever and a lot of times these people use or consume these types of mushrooms whether they be dried or eaten raw or stewed obviously in combination with dietary changes and alkaline diets fasting all that stuff and their cancer has been completely gone removed remitted really? yeah yeah Dude, amazing that's crazy so it is it does make sense that also mushrooms can heal heal uh, heal you psychologically yeah you have mentally. um 
do you have a resource we can share with the listeners on uh probably just like um, a story anyone i don't have a specific story but you can just google healing properties of chaga mushrooms in particular lion's mane mushrooms there's actually uh, a company that makes um a coffee out of lion's mane mushrooms yeah, yeah, like you can find them in the, any health food store, which is yeah. pretty crazy because um, such an accessible thing that has such a strong healing property. Yeah, mm. and they don't teach you that in school, right? No, they don't. They teach yeah. you a lot in school. Why bro? would they? That's teach you a goddamn thing. Yeah. Mathematics and... They want to make money off of you. Yeah. Right. You need to be... Subscribed. That's another thing, too. Like once once the pharmaceutical companies get a hold of it, it's gonna be a lucrative business, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's why, especially when when uh, cannabis was legalized, the option to grow your own cannabis was very appealing to myself and others because, I mean, from experience, the cannabis that we get from the government, you know might not be the best who knows what they put in it <laughs> just like anything Yo, that they sell right who knows what the man i bought off the corner put in it same same thing basically to grow your own right you know yes that from seed to flower that i just put you know fucking coffee grounds in this or fucking banana peels whatever not no glyphosate or pesticides or fungicides or anything like that right yeah Anything that could be harmful. Which I feel really contributes to um, things like cannabinoid hyperemesis, something like J-Rod experiences. I believe that too. Just, no, I can't even pronounce what you just said. Things are just the brain dead nature that you see a lot of really, really heavy smokers are experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just like, I mean, I hate to stray off topic too much, but it is just like the food that we, they sell in the grocery stores, right? Harmful antibiotics or growth hormones, right. shit like yeah. that, right? So you just got to be mindful of where you obtain your things or your resources if you're going to consume it. Uh, things like the psilocybin is not really regulated right now. Um, I know you can get it in gummy form, right? Uh, I know, I got you hooked yeah. me up with one of those. Yeah, I don't know how how legal it is, but... We might have to edit that out. (laughs) I met another Rye guy, not this one. Everyone everyone else in the world, like they don't do drugs, everybody does drugs. Everybody owns drugs. How legal is uh, marijuana, though? You know what I mean? Like, you have have people still kind of growing their own stuff and and, uh, putting out weed maps. You know what I mean? It's, It's all. It's all a market, man. You got, and and people are just finding ways to kind of slip through the cracks and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, humans by nature are opportunistic creatures. That's just how we survive, right? Mm, yeah. Find an avenue that's going to make us some extra bucks. Obviously, why not? Especially like at a time like this, right? Yeah. Personally, oh, I, feel I feel like, like people sh- like. So for those who don't know, in Canada, you can't just, if you want to start growing marijuana as a business, you can't just start that business. If you want to start selling marijuana as a business, you can't just start that business. Oh, yeah. It's a very long, tedious process, and mm, you have to have good It requires a lot of capital. You have to have capital, exactly. I mean, so you could. <laughs> you can't just do that, but 
like like honestly what i really wish what i really wish is that it was kind of a free market it was open to anyone to get into at any time almost like e-commerce like you can start an e-commerce business tomorrow no fucking problem selling almost anything but if you wanted to start growing and distributing and selling kush which you Comments can do in a very safe and you know oh, very good way because it's profitable to you and not the government uh, you know can't okay. do it it's interesting to say the least I feel like I'm talking too much this episode <laughs> Jay, no, what's no, up? no no it's all good man like I go back on our previous episodes and it's just me talking for fucking 47 minutes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but we're just like like, listening to your story. I'm just like, like oh. Bro, but this is what I like. I'm you're, talking again, bro. You're like this, like you're like this sponge. Like you, you absorb all this information. But like then, at a certain point, like you're doing, like you're done doing the dishes, so you're gonna rinse out the sponge. Rinse. Yeah, so yeah, like like <laughs> squeezing out the sponge. And we're all like, you know, we're like the sink drain. And we're just like, yeah, like, sponge, like give us, give us that, give us that excess soapy knowledge there. Let us, let us drink that in. You know. Like, that, that's, that's the metaphor for <laughs> so obviously um, mushrooms have a, like a bad stigma and it, that derives from like um, pop culture and stuff like that right yeah. like hip hop stuff you know like even yeah. Like, yeah it's uh, almost like it's propaganda at the end of the day right yeah. you, you, it's something that's natural that can open your mind that can heal so it's it's also automatically taboo. It's a stigma, right? Whereas something like cigarettes. They're telling men that cigarettes are good for you back in the day. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they didn't know shit back in the day. <laughs> I mean, smoke boogies, it'd be fine. You're pregnant, yeah. cool, no problem. They believe, like boogies. Germs back in the day. They didn't believe in viruses. Yeah. Um, doctors, like, they used to say that, they used to say that um, even working out used to get athletes' hearts, right? That's what they used to say. Um, and exercise was bad for you. Yeah, your heart will explode type of shit. That's the type of, you know, the type of, so, that's yeah, how far we've got. This, yeah, it's like the same thing where they used to say butter or fats are bad and grains are good. Well, it's the complete fucking opposite, man. You should eat more fats. You should eat more butter. You should not eat as much, nearly as much <laughs> grains as people are eating, right? It's just simple fact. Just look into it. But yeah, it's just, when there's also automatically a stigma that's so popular in mainstream media or society, you almost have to turn the other cheek and be like, do your hmm. own due diligence. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, way back in the day, it was so much easier to suppress information. The offshoot of which, now that we're in the digital information age, is that it's so much easier to spread misinformation at a rapid pace. Mm -hmm. uh, we've right. talked about that on um, plenty of other episodes. Um, I mean, you, you like Sammy, you kind of talked about like the stigma aspect of it. And um, I don't know if I've I'm pretty sure we talked about this a little bit on podcast before, but I've like invested in psilocybin uh, mushroom companies. Not going to name names because, you know, I'm not giving my stock tips for free, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> I made a couple investments a little while back that have been pretty good for me uh, or treated me pretty well let's just say that and um, the reason that kind of sparked that to me is because I watched this documentary on Netflix um, I forget the exact title of it something like enjoy the trip but essentially it was a ton of 
famous and respected people like uh, Sting, uh, Deepak Chopra, uh, fucking um, ASAP Rocky's on it, uh, um, a whole bunch of other famous people and comedians. And essentially what they were doing is explaining their experiences on taking uh, different psychedelics Mm -hmm. and kind of prepping people for taking trips and kind of the whole, the overall arc of the piece was essentially advocacy for these things and trying to destigmatize them. And as soon as I saw that, it clicked in my head. Like, you know, I kind of saw this pattern before when kind of the weed legalization movement was kind of going on. Um, people were advocating for for marijuana legalization, obviously, and it happened. So I said to myself, okay, so let me see if there's any shrimp companies and I happened to stumble upon some and I made some investments. But it was that, it was that, it was that propaganda almost that, that, that video, that advocacy that was like right there where it's like, okay, so this wave is coming. And so it's definitely coming, uh, definitely legalization um, medicinally and possibly um, recreational, but I don't know about that in Canada, maybe some, <laughs> Some fun states will do that. Man's but uh, yeah. everything's legal in Colorado. <laughs> I want to go to Colorado, bro. Colorado sounds like a great place to be. Every time I hear the Colorado, I think South Park every time. Yeah, <laughs> South Park oh, every time. I just die. I'm so down. Do you like if there was um, a mass legalization for something like psychedelics? It would just be too much of a paradigm shift in society. I mean, yeah, everyone who hasn't experienced tripping realizes that we are infinitesimal compared to the grander scheme of things, right? Nothing mm-hmm. really matters at the end of the day because like of some sort of existential meaning that you stumble upon when you're tripping, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So people will just unveil the 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 farce that is what we experience on a daily day-to-day basis and i feel like the powers that be would be too hard at work trying to uh not have let us access to something like that Mm. Uh, you're absolutely right because you know they already don't give people access to a free and good education uh, in the sense that they don't require you to learn certain things that would benefit you way more than a lot of the things that they require you to learn. Um, so I totally agree with you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can hope though. We can dream, right? Fingers <clears throat> crossed. Man. Funny too, like the last 20 years, it's like the whole shift with like, uh, just like uh, substance in general, like drugs. Um, if you think about like, like, like going back to just the hip hop thing, like, you know, like uh, Eminem had a song. Um, My fault, I don't know if you ever had a song. Uh, Sing it. Talking about, uh, <laughs> rap, rap it for me. Never meant to give Bars. you my shoes, girl. Never meant to bring you to my world. You know, that's a good song, man. Um, but yeah, like, you know, like he's, he, he essentially talks about giving a girl too much mushroom that she goes overboard, right? <laughs> and she fucking yeah. like, Sounds like an Eminem song. Yeah. It's, yeah, which brings up kind of my, you know, my next topic too. Like, I don't know if you guys heard. Um, that was a super segue. Yeah, I don't know if you guys heard. Um, 
there's a whole kind of beef going on between Snoop Dogg and Eminem. Yeah. So back in July, uh, Snoop Dogg, uh, he was featured on Charlemagne the, the God. Is that his name? I don't know. Watch that. Charlemagne. So like the Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he has his own podcast. So um, he he, um, he featured uh, Snoop Dogg on the podcast, and they were kind of going on about Eminem, saying like he's a guest to hip hop. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Okay. And, he's a what? Um, I guess yeah. I guess in hip hop. A what? I guess a guest in hip hop. Yes. A guest. What yeah. does that mean? What Just like mean? he's what is implied meaning? Saying that yeah. <laughs> I, I know it is. I want I wanna hear it. Yeah. I wanna hear it. <laughs> pretty much saying that white people are appropriating hip hop pretty much. Gentrifying it. Gentrifying, yeah. Pretty Angela much. Dresses um, <laughs> Wait, what do, you, what do you mean by did you say procreating? Yeah, just like making making it like fucking. I think you mean reappropriating. Reappropriating? Sorry, I'm maybe fucking, I, maybe I'm, I maybe I'm saying it wrong. Reappropriating sounds more reasonable than procreating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What's the context? Essentially, white people, white people like hip hop. You know, obviously, its roots are in. You know, whether you want to be um, black or African American, yeah. it's it's in it's ingrained in that culture, and mm-hmm. essentially it's been adapted and reappropriated into mass popularity by the white man, which is that that's what the reappropriated. Is. That's what the white man way does, to, yeah. right? Okay, <laughs> that's all right. I got it. I got it. We reappropriate. You know, like that's what we do. We take everything. It's, we have to. We have no choice. It's, in our, it's, literally, it's literally in our English blood. You know. <laughs> That's the way it goes, you know? But, um, I read this. No, no, like... No, I honestly didn't understand, so thanks for clarifying that out. I totally get it, and I don't think it's wrong. I don't think it's wrong to say it all. Um, I, I don't think it's wrong to say, like, the general statement. Um, I think uh, the correlation is more so because Eminem benefits off off his, his guesthood, his, him being a passenger, right. essentially. Mm-hmm. So that that part of it, yeah, I get. Um, but from his perspective, from, from if you try to look step in Eminem's shoes, I don't think I, I can't imagine that's the way he thinks about it. I can't imagine that's the way anyone would would Definitely, approach yeah. something yeah. that they love because he was clearly a man who loved loved hip hop. He's clearly a man who loves hip hop. I guess he's still doing it, right? Yeah. Um, so, but oh, so. Sorry, yeah, so pretty much what, what the whole situation was was pretty much um, he brought he he uh, he he uh, brought up a couple other artists like Cool uh, Herc, um, you know, like the pioneers of hip hop, pretty much. And he said that this is shit that I can't live without, and that shit referring to Eminem, I can live without. Can live without Eminem, yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard about yeah. That. yeah, yeah. So then. Afterwards, you know, a couple, you know, it sat in a little bit, and then Eminem kind of went on um, a, uh, an interview and was just like, "Yo, we're on the same team. What the fuck?" And then that's kind of how it kind of sparked. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. was he just voicing his opinion on his taste in music, or was he referring to because he was white? <laughs> I, I think it was just like um, the tone. I guess the tone that he um, that that Snoop Dogg said it. Uh, and it, it kind of rubbed Eminem the wrong way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Who that nigga am? Fuck that nigga am. <laughs> can I can I pick so, a conspiracy theory? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So what did what was Eminem saying about it? Like what what did why did he, he said, say offense to it? He just said what he, what Eminem said. Well he well he said that um but, I, I specifically I, about what? He never. He said I, did, I never compared myself to um, to Rock Him or to the LL Cool J's or Cool uh, Herc's and stuff like that. Um, so pretty much he went on by saying like I just didn't appreciate the way that you came at me saying like you know the way you said it like I can live without that shit. But he, the way he said it was it was kind of it, it was kind of like in a way where he shouldn't have said it either. But that's you know true. I mean? yeah, like, that true. is yeah. <laughs> That's how he is. J-Rod, what do you think? Because like, I, I know you you kind of, uh, you, you know about this topic a little bit too, yeah? Yeah. I, well, I actually saw like exactly what you saw. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you you know, to the regular person, like, you know, they would probably take that as disrespect. Like us, we looked at it and we're like, yeah, like, damn, this guy's disrespecting him. But like, at the other, on the other hand, it, it's Snoop. You know what I mean? I totally understand what he means by, you know, Cool Herc, um, Guys like Kumo D, all those guys, he's saying, yeah, I can live with them. That's the shit I, I like. And him saying, I can live without Eminem. Me personally, right. I can live without Eminem. I Me could too. live without Eminem. I could definitely live without Eminem. That's, that's just my opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Subjective. Um, I think I was reading up on it again, and I think, like, apparently they're cool. They're cool now. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. Apparently they're okay now. But honestly, like, I totally agree with Snoop, like, but that's just my opinion. You know what right. I mean? This is preference. He prefers disrespect at all. But the way the interview went and the way he said it, it obviously came off as disrespectful. You know what I mean? And people are gonna say more, people are gonna say, Oh yeah, like he's disrespecting him because he's white. That's automatically that's what people are gonna say. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. it sounds to me, it sounds to me kind of like the intent wasn't to diss Eminem. The intent mm-hmm. was to express his love for the roots, for what legends, music, yeah. music that yeah. inspired the, him. the pioneers that made this yeah. happen. That's to uh-huh. me. That's all he was really saying. But obviously, the media is going to take it as a race bait. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of it's that's kind race of race conspiracy <laughs> theory is exactly that is to create divide, create segregation. Yeah. Because that's how you control people. We all know this. We've talked about this a million times on our podcast. Is segregation is a is a is a means of control, is a means of dividing people. Yeah. It's divide mm-hmm. and conquer. It's mm-hmm. you look, look at look at situation now, right? Right? Yeah, exactly. It's no different. Yeah. Like, how are you ever going to, how is anything ever going to heal if all that's going on is just people trying to create tension and strife and the media making it even worse, right? I have a solution. What? What's your solution? Let's hear it. A cataclysmic event. Like aliens? Aliens invade us, and we no longer have to care about race because we have a, a new enemy. Now nah, humans or... would still fucking hate them. Yeah, we still gonna be racist. Like, they'd, they'd be racist to aliens. They'll still yeah. be black. You know what I mean? 
What we saying? Oh, that aliens. But they'll, black. they'll, aliens they'll, white. they'll, they'll be more racist to the aliens. Though is the point, right? It's a black yeah. alien. It's a black alien. That's a white alien. Leave the white one alone. Oh, <laughs> he on. got a pants. <laughs> he no, got a pants. There's no. Uh, <laughs> how it's gonna be like? That would be that. Back. <laughs> that would be no. It's gonna be like the movie. Uh, the movie District Nine. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. 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 Yes. That's a good yes. movie. Yes. Yeah. Actually, really super yeah, I want to watch that again, man. Yeah. yeah, the guy in that, like the, what is he? Is, is he from New Zealand or South Africa? Yeah, South, South African. African. That guy, I forget his name. Sorry, sorry to whoever the actor's real name is. <laughs> if you're guy, watching this, I love that guy and everything I've ever seen him in. That guy is a fantastic actor in my opinion. Yeah, he's great. So even a lot of people in like the, the hip hop industry um, about that whole thing too. They were they like they don't want to see that beef happen either. I know they kind of like squash it and stuff like that mm-hmm. because like They're too like, old for that man. Yeah, yeah. Like grown ass man are like gonna have grandchildren soon probably like that. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> still beefing. I mean, I don't, I don't think <laughs> it's cool, bro. if if my Tyson fight last. Not last month, like, that's not beef. Yeah, but he's not even a normal person, <laughs> though. <laughs> old, old to, engage, to engage in the sport, like let's say, yeah, they did have but this is a real dick and dog, whatever. And they went into like you know, make diss tracks of each other. I still listen to that. Nah, I definitely, I definitely listen to a Nas and Jay Z beef. If right if, now, if it came out, if out, Snoop and Eminem come out with diss tracks for each other, I'm just gonna think it's a contrived stunt. To I think Eminem did though, hundred percent. You dropped a diss track, generate engagement. I think so. I think so. Uh, I really hope that's Did not the case because I don't want to see. Look it up. Yeah, I don't want to see on, the, on his um, on that. his recent album, on the newest album. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What is it called? Uh, murder to be uh, music to be murdered music by. Murder of course, of course, it's called. I, that. I never course, like him even more after this. <laughs> <laughs> don't you ever disrespect Uncle Snoop Dogg? The hell. He's a funny motherfucker, man. I mean, what does it say about what does it say about like Asian folks or you know or or uh, brown folks there in hip hop? Like, not, I love hip hop. You know what I mean? Um, mm. Like, do 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 we get the pass? What do you What do you mean by pass? What do you mean? Yeah. You know what? What do you mean? Do, do we? Do, <laughs> do we like? like yeah, uh, are they? Are would an Asian person be a guest? Is what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, all's welcome at this point in time, fam. You can, no matter who you are, so you let's spit bars. Bar, is that what you're saying? Yo, if anyway, okay. art doesn't have a creed or color or religion right. or political view. If you're fucking nice with it, you're nice with it. I don't care if you're nice. a yeah. woman, a man, homosexual. Nice Maybe nice. if you're a racist, I won't <laughs> listen to your shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, if you're nice, you're nice, man. It doesn't that's how right. I've always seen it. That's how I will always see it. And exactly, yeah. and yeah, but society always wants to put race and shit in it. Yeah, Snoop <laughs> always wanted to separate. Wasn't right? saying Snoop was never saying that Eminem's not nice with it. He was just saying, I, I can live. That's with not that my shit. shit. Yeah, I, exactly. This is yeah, the shit I, I bump. This is the shit yeah. I fuck with. And I'm, I feel like hip hop is probably one of those. Um, it sort of is the trailblazer in terms of entertainment and art, artistry because anybody. So Anybody who spits bars or who can who's nice with the melody or flow, they'll get the pass. Whereas, like other avenues in the industry, like say pop, pop music or some shit, like you have to have a very specific sound. Sound. You have to have a very specific look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's the reason why hip hop is so is so beautiful and and timeless because diverse. 
it is diverse. That diversity welcomes everybody Everybody. from everywhere, right? It's you. It's built from the ground up. Mm -hmm. You don't need fucking equipment or all this shit to to be nice in hip hop. You just have to have some sick wordplay and Mm -hmm. dope flow. Or even beatbox or even dance, because hip hop, you know, it's not even just all about the bars. You know, everything, everything's and dancing. Yeah, yeah, it's a culture, bro. At this point, you remember remember when um that whole that whole um that whole fucking Lil Nas X shit went on too? They took his music off of the charts, the Billboard charts. Why? Why did they? Because uh, they said he wasn't country enough. So they oh took yeah, him off of like, we don't let this oh. nigga in here. Oh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, a lot of people say, basically, that's exactly what I read on the headline. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't click, I didn't click the article, but I saw the headline. And I was like, oh, okay. And then what's his name? Was that like Miley Cyrus's dad or some shit like that? Well, who's dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, Billy, Ray. Billy Ray. Yeah, Billy Ray. Yeah, give him the pass, bro. Name the G pass. Forward yeah. and up there, he's like, I ain't seen, and everything was blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But my point to that is, a lot of people say like, um, like, uh, like black folks in hip hop will accept anybody into the culture, but when it comes to vice versa, it doesn't work the same way either. You know what I mean? That's hence nice why one. they took his, yeah, <laughs> hence why they took his music off of the Billboard mm-hmm. charts. Yeah, makes sense. Nice is the light, bro. Yeah. Like a motherfucker. It's unfortunate. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Ferro Rocher. Ferro Rocher <laughs> is the classy chocolate for people with an average income. Hey, you don't know it yet. <laughs> sending you free shit now? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, no, it's my Christmas me. chocolates, bro. Oh, shit. Send that, bro. Oh, my God. Send that um since we're talking about hip-hop i know we i don't know if this was pre-podcast but we mentioned talk about how trump pardoned a whole <laughs> of peeps before he cut like a real one like a real one um, <laughs> that was such a play <laughs> the most notable <laughs> ones were, were kodak black and lil weezy and oh, I, I, I've, always, I've been i've always been a fan of kodak, kodak black and skirt, skirt. Especially he's been obviously I don't know him personally. Like it's so dope. But um, he's just one of those those kids from the hood. Obviously, Project he's such a character. <laughs> but he means well. Like he's a philanthropist. He's a known philanthropist. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just caught up in just caught up in hood. Many of you just caught up in hood shit, right? Yeah. But it was uh, somebody like who was it? Boosie, Lil Boosie. Lil Boosie, yeah. A long time ago, he told Kodak, oh, he said, you gotta, he said, you gotta shed the people that are, are doing, that are enabling this, you know, enablers, uh, because they're only gonna, you're only gonna end up in a worse situation, and sure enough, man's ended up back in, in the pen. Yo, I'm telling you from now, if this man also let out Bobby Shmurda, every nigga in America be voting for this guy. Re-election, bro. Yeah, there's like, money dance, baby. <laughs> you know what? Can you yeah. imagine? Next election. He's on that free Bobby Schmurda. <laughs> free, bo- free Bobby Locker. Free Bobby shirts. So I could see that now. That would be like part of his campaign. And, free Bob, and, he, free and Bobby. he has like, he has like the Bobby proof because he's already Bobby. let out Kodak like, and Lil Weezy. Like, little Kodak with Lil Weezy. He let out Smurda. <laughs> but, um. Free Bobby. Like, the, the reason why... It's it's huge, is because 
those those two artists have a huge platform right enormous following from every spectrum of the financial spectrum and they can use that to advocate for prison reform mm-hmm. which is like such a terrible the privatization of of that is such a terrible burden and such a it's a disease on the american economy in society itself because it's not really regulated it's pretty much slave labor and the fucking conditions are awful they're not rehabilitated i can go on and on i'm not a specialist on this on this topic but uh our listeners who are familiar with this can definitely chime in and everybody knows that it's a serious issue that's just a reoccurring one that destroys generational wealth destroys okay. families it's say, promotes segregation like Ryan said, Ryan said earlier so Straight. hopefully something like that can spark a change sort of what like Meek Mill was doing um, a few mm-hmm. years back even the fact that fucking of all people Kim Kardashian is trying to to free niggas to is, is <laughs> some secret ballers out there you know Maybe it's huge because ball. you got you use your influence for leverage for good right as opposed to these people who are notoriously famous and wealthy but they don't do shit with it right yeah. so you can thank uh, Ronald Reagan for um for putting wow. a lot of uh Oh. Putting a lot of people into prison, man. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought you just said thank Ronald Reagan. I was like, no, I no you, can, you can thank Ronald Reagan <laughs> for putting a lot of African Americans uh, in, into jail, right? Like Spike, um, around his his uh, time, yeah. uh, time in office, fucking, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Man. And then after Back? that, uh, Bush, Bush, yeah, yeah, man, it, it was fucked, man. And they were putting the wrong people in jail too. You know what I mean? He was the one providing the fucking drugs. Well, she's a war it. criminal. Uh, yep. And yeah, dropping bombs and shit. And yeah. Running up in countries and shit. He's both grimy, of them. Yo. Both mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, I was just about to say both of them. Like, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure one of them didn't attack on his own country. But they're literally like <laughs> just speculation. <laughs> Demon reincarnated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to blow up my shit so I ain't going to take day shit. That's so yeah. <laughs> I'm going to blow yeah. up my own shit. Blame them. <laughs> <laughs> and run up in their shit and take their shit and take that that's, your that's pocket good life. it's like if you ever broke a plate and then blamed it on your brother or sister so your parents went and copped a beating on them and then you go and take their shit exactly exactly <laughs> they're too distracted to see you just walked in and took their cookie bro we robbing now <laughs> I can't hold it. I, in. I have to it. mention. I have to mention this. I can't. I can't hold it in. Isn't there? Isn't it such a coincidence that right after Biden was elected into presidency, there was a suicide bombing in Iran? In Iran today, yeah. After yeah. four years of that silence in, in that area. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shit was crazy. I seen that today. When there was no U.S. Biden. troops, all of a sudden. We'll see what happens. You put two and two together. Shit is crazy. You're right about that. Well, they say yeah. war is the biggest money maker, right? War stimulates economy is hundred percent. Everywhere is war. We'll see the numerology. That's that's my that's my conspiracy plug for the day. I can't say I love that. I, Thank you for that. I mean I'd love to go into it, but I don't I honestly don't just don't know enough about it. I, I have a very yeah. pe- pessimistic view of it, so I'll just be like 
throwing out all these hot takes. Yeah. Probably <laughs> really true, but we'll never know the answer for sure. But yeah, was there anything else you wanted to touch on to our host, Samuel? Um, to me? Uh, not the TGR 905 hoodie. Yeah, keep it going short. Wrap it in. Hop that Lord Clap Merch. 80, 899 99 <laughs> That's that's it. (laughs) E transfer. (laughs) All right. Something got dropped. Oh, Sammy. What do we do? What do we talk about? E transfer. Just E transfer. He like fully. He like fully redeemed himself until this moment. E transfer. Like 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 forty five minutes of flawless. Interaction and then boom, gone. Just like that. Quick, quick poll, and hopefully we can get Sammy's input when he comes back. There's a poll for us, and then we'll ask our audience as well. Yeah. What is the best chocolate for anyone on a budget? Ball on a budget chocolate, or like just meaning like not some or... fucking luxury fucking chocolate kind of thing. Hundred dollars or some shit. I don't know, man. About, like if you go to the shoppers drug mart, you go into your grocery store, mm. you go to a fucking actual sweet factory, whatever. What the fuck is a sweet factory? Yeah, what's what's like, sweet factory. Ever seen a store? They had one. It was like a Bradley trap house. City Center. sweet factory, Sweet in here. <laughs> it could also be a strip club, but um, you ever gone to <laughs> Sugar Mountain in the in the Bradley City Center? You ever seen that? It's a franchise. It's a franchise, but essentially it's it just is. like all kinds of different candies, chocolates, whatever. Candy. But my my question to you guys is like so the kind of chocolate that any normal person could walk into a store tomorrow and buy, what's the best one? Snickers, dog. I like just plain milk chocolate, so like Cadbury, maybe an arrow. Jeez. You like the Are bubbles? You... Yeah, but I don't like looking at them. <laughs> oh, I like look at the chocolate. <laughs> don't yeah, you weird. ever look at me. <laughs> you don't like looking at the chocolate, but you like That's eating so it. I don't like looking at little bubbles in her holes. You know, oh, like, so little, when you take a bite, you're saying you don't like seeing the holes on the <laughs> side. <of it. laughs> this guy just bites it. <laughs> guy takes the whole thing in his mouth. Those are piece of the pork. Guy. I read it. No, I just melt it down and I inject it into my veins. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Give me some of that intravenous cocoa, bro. <laughs> oh, low key turtles are blessed too. Turtles are blessed. There's so much turtles are a good one. Are calls on? You guys might roast me, but yo, I like score still. No, bro, I get cheese when you score. It's a, it's a free Oz thing, you know? If it's a free Oz thing, like, okay. okay. Not at the Kappa score? Nah, I ain't uh, no score. <laughs> no. Man. That doesn't have a minute, so. Yeah, I'll fuck with score, bro. It's a, it's a toffee. Is it toffee or caramel, right? Which, I don't know. You know what I think is the best, the best chocolate, but it's not, you don't see it everywhere, is like, you ever had like the, it's like the Kinder Egg chocolate, but it's in bars. I'm not talking about Bueno. It's like these little tiny, yeah, you know, Bueno, but it's the chocolate that makes <laughs> the Kinder Egg. 
Yeah, yeah. Bueno's is fire, amazing, bro. It's good. It's good. But that doesn't fit because you can't fire. you can't find that everywhere. So I would still pitch that our sponsors, Ferro Roche. <laughs> the best chocolate man's gonna walk into any store tomorrow and buy pretty much. Yo, bueno, dog. Those are blessed. You just yeah, brought up the buenos. Yeah, for real. Yo, it's funny because my cousin's in the States. I don't know, man. I like Twix, Old Henry, Kit Kat. Yeah, you guys naming all of them. Yeah. Okay, you gotta you you pick one. We all have to be Snoop in this scenario. What can we Wonder do? Wonder Bar's <laughs> blessed too. M&M's. Which one, though? <laughs> yeah, which one? Which m and Black ones. <laughs> <laughs> so the chocolate m and is the one you're saying. <laughs> peanut m is fire. That one. Black Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, it's, fu- it's funny that you brought up Bueno too, because my cousins in the states they don't they don't get Kinders and and, and Buenos of that. So every time I go there, they'll bring me a pack, yo. So I'll be going. Yeah, they don't get Bueno, man, yo. That makes me like Kinder so much more because it's like a value yeah. proposition for Canada. Yeah, it should literally increase the value of our dollar. Yeah. <laughs> This guy makes a very supreme point. Uh, yeah, a long time we didn't even have the flaming hot Cheetos things either. Us Canadians, like, yeah, and the jalapeno can't ones, get like, in the, can't get like, in Canada. That we're like, oh, like the states are so much better because they have these things, like ketchup chips. Ketchup chips you can't get in the states. That's another thing we got. I, I'm not crazy about ketchup chips though. Spicy ketchup junior chickens, dog. Yep. <laughs> no, I mean the states they got they got hot and spicy, which is the same shit as a junior chicken. Mm-hmm. Oh, I but mm-hmm. you know. Yo, in the States, they have a variation, like a hundred variations of, of hot. Like you can get hot fries. Yeah, yeah hot everything, yo. They know what's good. I think the, the most amazing thing about the States <laughs> and the difference between Canada is how far a $20 bill can go at a Taco Bell oh. in the U.S. as opposed to a Taco Bell. To feed your whole family. Oh, yeah. Bro, you, could, everywhere, bro. you could feed a party with $20 of <laughs> no, $20 for real, in the U.S. Bro. if you go to Taco Bell. <laughs> You get like, too, bro. like ten I big box to, menus, you know, or meals or whatever. Dog, in 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 um, when I went to Miami a couple of years ago, bro, you can get fifty a fifty piece chicken nuggets for like I don't know, like ten bucks or something like that. No, and like, fifty No, take this in. Take this in. At certain hours, at certain hours, <laughs> down what down, hours? No, really, no, no one comes outside. You get like I got chicken nuggets, like, a dollar, and it's just like yo. <laughs> Like six, <laughs> like it goes on sale. Like the meat's going back. Bro, oh, I, I like it's like a happy hour thing. Like you go, you go to Sonic. Yo, I don't know if I can legally call it. Sonic is fire. When I was in Houston, take this in. I was in Houston, and when they when they have two D Tuesday, bam, you get two pieces of chicken at Popeyes for a single American dollar. What? And that's why they all look beast over here, brother. That ain't you no Toonie Tuesday for two dollars. Well, I call it Toonie Tuesday. They call it Dollar Tuesday. It's a that's Looney Tuesday, bro. I didn't feel bad about throwing out a chick, a piece of chicken because I was just dashes. I don't need <laughs> this. <laughs> Dashing chicken like his other. Get out of here, bro. Four pieces of chicken for two dollars. Yeah. That sounds absurd to me. Oh my god. Yeah, mm. being that over here, you get a two piece for like what? Six bucks. Six bucks. <laughs> like that's bullshit, bro. Bullshit. It's like four ninety nine. Back in the day, Tuesday Papa just come with two. Piece of chicken, fries, and a biscuit. Mm-hmm. 
Remember Tony Tuesday at KFC? Was it orange? It was it was uh, blue and red. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah. the pop, that two for the two Tuesday for KFC was the one. Yeah, the two oh, between the, the sandwich or the chicken. Dog. Yeah. Yeah, the options. And they're both blessed. You don't have that fries too. <laughs> now you gotta pay for the fries, bro. What do you mean? What about Whopper Wednesday though? I want to throw that in the mix. To, to, to There's no more Whopper Wednesday, Wednesday bro. There's still Whopper Wednesday. It's just not. No, it's, it's it's nah, not. It's like it's two Whoppers. It's not as big a yeah, deal as it used to be. Right. Are you sure for eight bucks now? No, it's two for eight dollars. It's two for eight dollars every day, bro. You still, you still can bucks? get a Whopper at a discount yeah, every day. on Wednesday. It's not full price on Wednesdays, bro. Whoppers I, are I trash, go working dude. all the time, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't ate fast food in forever, so I wouldn't. I don't even fucking know anymore. There's no fast food out in Orangeville anyways, bro. Yeah. What do you mean? The, next, the closest yeah, fucking fast food is fucking 20 minutes away, bro. Yeah. <laughs> We went on our way. You gotta eat them saying his Wi Fi. Delivery service is going to come up where I am, bro. That's yeah, nah, because they can't find your Nah, I'm nobody going out there. to meet you halfway and meet you by these Maybe at this gas station, dog. You have to open up like a PO box just to get food delivered to you. You gotta meet them halfway. Meet a man at a gas station for your pop Yo, caught me some bogeys and I'll give you Half and off, bro. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. I'll give you three more. <laughs> In the buses, everything closes at nine or ten o'clock. Oh shit! That's like a Dude, blessing in disguise, man. Welcome to Orange. What? Man. Everything closing at nine or ten o'clock? Because yeah, that like, limits oh, your oh, that limits your opportunity to indulge. Okay, I get it from that. Mm-hmm. But like, if you live downtown, let's say you live downtown and everything. Two in the morning, you just eat. How would you Chinese food and shit? You're blessed. No, yo, to go back to Nico's point, you know, they just don't have enough people to buy shit. That's why. <laughs> no demand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's just all it boils down to. Ain't not enough people out here. They're coming. Don't worry. That's yeah. rapid oh, expansion. Mass migration. You know, there's uh, a lot. I read this article people. where more and more millennials, whatever that means, are m- moving out of the city. And yeah, honestly, it's nice, bro. Housing's not affordable a shed in the city, right? Fucking not, like 1.2 mil for like... Bro, nothing, if you ain't got shit, you can't even buy a house in Brampton, pretty much. Yeah, man. Apparently, the average price in like is a million bucks. It's over. Yeah, yep. I was reading the... 1.2. Crazy. Fuck! Like, I'm pretty though. sure. Like, can you can't you build a house for You can essentially <laughs> build a house that is much bigger on a large yeah. plot of land. Yeah. For just either just under a mill or over a mill, just a little over a mill, depending on your cost of land. So that's depending on your location. Really? Yeah, half a mill, depending where you are, bro. Land never depreciates. <laughs> what's going to cost you is the permits is what's going to cost you. Well, it's it's more of a, yeah, like that's that's built into like the cost. Like I've already looked into this, mm-hmm. um, me and Lisa, mm-hmm. we looked at kind of the cost and yes, it is, it will in the end cost you more and it will take more effort to build your own house in, in the sense that if you go buy a plot of land and then build a house on it because the whole process of um, purchasing land, first of all, it's harder to get um, so in Canada, there's like the first time buyers program. I'm not exactly sure if you can use that. That's a, that's a huge advantage to anyone who's, who's trying to buy a house. 3.5%. Like, 
you can't necessarily use i don't think you can use that if you're buying land first of all I don't think second so. of all um, no first time landowner second of all you would have, that, to, you have to have a much <laughs> higher down payment it's just like anything purchase really the land and more interest it'll it'll take a lot longer to do it because you're doing everything privately there's lots of things that can speed up the process but again as sammy mentioned you also have to go through permits and red tape and there's no guarantee things will go absolutely your way or your plan, yeah. potentially you could get a huge plot of line, land and and build your dream home essentially your dream property we should all just fucking <laughs> Commune? TGR Commune? I've been saying this. We can grow our own weed and mushrooms, bro. Yeah, oh, my God. Big enough plot of land. We, bare, we could even have separate houses on it. Container houses, yeah. too, just for like little stew and podcast area. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you remember that ignorant shit uh, a couple years back? Um, that monster house in Brampton where they got stopped because their shit was just way too big. Oh, you heard about what that? You're talking about. It's right on. Uh, Kennedy, it was like Kennedy and fucking. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about, but they were doing like something illegal, house. right? Like it was, yeah, they just they just built weight. They, they, they didn't. They had like a casino in there. Casino in there? What? I don't remember that. I don't remember that. That's, that's so sick. Wow. They were like drug dealers too, or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I sort of got. I, think, um, I might be referring to a different story. Oh, Niagara's too far. No worry. <laughs> if any of our listeners know, please fucking DM us or whatever. Or comment with the answer. Check it. And and put a little timestamp for us or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, any closing statements or words of advice from any of y'all? You should make it up, not war, fam. <laughs> Fair enough. That's good. <laughs> Sammy? Closing statements. Um, anything, anything that's on your mind that you... Be mindful to? of the... Be mindful of the things you, you know, you take in every day. Uh, and just, you know, be on the, your own path, man. Be on your own path, regardless of, you know, if you have uh, any kind of vices or whatever, just be mindful, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sounds like uh, an episode from Lost and Found podcast <laughs> coming, coming soon. Uh, uh, uh. Actually, there was this one thing I wanted to briefly mention that I read up on today. It's called the five hour rule. Have you guys heard of that? The what is five it? Five hour rule. I think I've heard of it. Five hour rule? I think I'm mixing it up with the, the 525 rule. What's the 525 rule? The 525 rule is like, I think it's like Warren Buffett's thing to success. You write down 25 of your goals like, oh, that and you want to accomplish and you pick the top five, five. and you yeah. forget about the whatever five yeah. of the top priorities to you, you forget about the rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that ain't it. But the, I've heard about that. What's the rule? So basically, the five hour rule was this is a discipline made by this guy called his name was Michael Simmons or something. So basically, he said if if you wanted to be great at anything, or proficient in anything you have to spend at least five hours a week doing that one thing or one hour a day and this thing has been adopted by people like jack ma who is still missing i think we should talk about that next time really what yeah dude he's been missing for time bro it's crazy because he he he, he chirped the ccp 
So they fucking made him go bye bye, even though he's one of the richest men on the planet. Anyways, Bill Gates does this too. But um, so yeah, I was just thinking about it. I was like, man, I think we, I think people do that without realizing it. Because once you become passionate or very intrigued or interested in something that you, you do it subco- uh, subconsciously. I mean, yeah. you don't think about doing it, but you end up doing it, whether it be watching YouTube videos or for an hour or reading books for an hour on a particular thing that you want to get good at, right? Whether that be making beats or uh, stock market or exercise or healthy eating, blah, 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 it's whatever. But I don't know, did you do, like I was, I was only mindful of it when I read the article and I was like, yeah, I've literally been doing that for the past X amount of months, but I haven't really paid attention to it. And I was wondering how long I've been doing that, probably for quite a long time now. Uh, that's very interesting and it is a good it is a good template like five hours a week is at the minimum is very good starting point yeah Yeah. if you can hour day five hours a week to doing something that you love or a skill that you want to develop 100 percent. that's a if you can dedicate that minimum time you're going to make incremental improvements and Mm. you know and then hopefully i guess kind of the idea too is that you'll eventually without thinking be spending more than five hours a week without even realizing that you're doing right and i guess it's sort of like the ten thousand hour rule right Mm -hmm. to become a master you must spend ten thousand hours doing this thing yeah so yeah same principle that's my my (laughs) whole spiel on kodak's break uh, they don't want to see a nigga living. <laughs> they want to see you winning. I hope he drops Sorry, music man. soon too, man. Yeah, I thought he will. Trust me, he I hope definitely so. will. Probably made bear bars in the bin too. Mm. I hope. I hope the music is good though. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hope he's still on a wave. You know, a lot of people go to the bin, they come out, and they feel like trash. Yeah. Look, 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 look what happened to Shine, bro? Shine was popping for a bit. Came out of after like 15 years. Crazy. That was trash. Yeah, <laughs> man, you know, he, he done changed, bro. He like grew up in shit, <laughs> seeing some shit in the jail. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm trying to come back here, fam. True. <laughs> <laughs> Did he destroy his life? You know what I mean? Uh, Ragai, anything? Um, TGR mean, plugs, perhaps? Uh, you know, all kinds of shit. But uh, you gotta keep living. L I V I N N. Don't trust what you hear, not even from us. Don't trust anything. Don't trust me. Trust these men. Question everything always, humble listeners. And from all of us at TGR, you know, check out TGR905.com. You know, check us out on ID, TGR underscore 905, if I'm not you know, mm-hmm. check out the Green Room podcast on Spotify. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe, all that fucking good shit. Turn on those bell notifications so when we put out new con- content, you know what's going on. Pop your merch. You know? And yo, let us know if you all are fucking with these weekly uh, Zoomies. Um, we'll keep Zoom. contact content out as much as possible. Mm. So yeah, then that's the next podcast. Eh? Zoomies on Zoom. Zoomies on oh, Zoom. Man. Oh, jeez, oh, this is being in, 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 in,
Sammy, thank you again for this for hosting this appreciate episode. You guys. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate uh, it, brother. Sam. Yo, yeah, hopefully, it. I redeem myself, bro. Because last week was a except for that, that I mean, you did, you did, you did, Gucci, but, uh, Gucci. and then came back sideways. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I rate it. But uh, let them know where you they can find you one more time. Uh, um, you can find me on Instagram at um, lost.x.found. That's uh, my thing, right? Here, yeah. <laughs> real quick, because I know he's editing it. Jeez. Um. Yeah. Uh. That's 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 my new baby, man. Uh, I would I would point you to my uh, personal Instagram, but you know I'm just tripping in the evenings. I don't want them to come get me and shit. Jeez, <laughs> they're gonna have to drive fucking no. seventy minutes. <laughs> <Quite far. laughs> <laughs> 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 you out again, man. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, stay blessed. No stress. Thank you.